This is the Father Matters Show with your host, Vance Sims. Father Matters is committed to building stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. And now, your host, Vance Sims. Welcome to the Father Matters Show. I'm your host, Vance Sims. Thank you for joining us on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. Okay, men. Wednesday, June 15th, I want you to join us for our next Father Matters Mentoring Workshop, Father's Mentoring Father's Workshop. That's Wednesday, June 15th. Log on to fathermatters.org for more information. And today I got some special, special guests. We are live on location at the Father Matters headquarters. And I got four powerful fathers here that was willing to come together. We're going to talk fatherhood. We're going to talk the heart of the father. And some of us has been going through some 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 heavy issues. And they was willing to say, yeah, I'll share if I can help someone else out. And uh, just uh, we got four guys here. We got Earl. We got Richard. We got Matt. And we got Anthony. And earlier... Richard was sharing some deep stuff with us, and, and he was like, yeah, I'll be willing to share this, and I want to open up my heart and just kind of, Richard, give us a little bit about the situation that you're going through and, and how this process has been. Oh, well, the situation I'm going through, last week the, um, CPS came to my daughter's school, and they took her took her away from us. Uh, she had an abrasion on her lower lip, and I guess one of the teachers asked her who did this to her, and I guess she said that me and her mother hit her, and they took her away. And now I'm in questioning of being a child abuser, you know, to my stepdaughter. And it, it sucks because I've never been in any type of trouble in my entire life. And not to be able to have any type of contact with my actual three-year-old daughter hurts, I mean, hurts more than anything. You know, I, I have trouble sleeping at night. I have trouble just going on about my business, you know. And... It's just really hard because I feel like everyone's against me, you know, the entire world. You know, even though my lady saying that she's with me and that her family's with us and this and that, but in the back of my mind, I feel like everyone's painting this picture, you know, I did it. And I feel like CPS and the um, the detectives, they're looking to blame someone. And I, and I feel that they're looking to blame me since I'm the father. Since I'm the guy in the family, you know, it, it always has to fall back on the guy that always does stuff wrong, you know, never the mother's, you know, and I'm not saying that it, it's my lady's fault, you know, we, we think that it's coming from the school, but the school is trying to cover their butt and saying it's coming from home. And of course, CPS and officers automatically think it's not going to be coming from school. It has to be coming from the home. So it's their word against mine. And now I have this dilemma where I got to go to court, which I've never been to court. I've never done dealt with the legal system. And I'm nervous as hell. And I, I just don't know what to do. And I'm the type of person when I get pinned up in a corner, I either shut down or get mad and dig myself deeper into a hole. Or I get really, really nervous and say more than I'm actually supposed to say, you know, and, or get off subject or just start rambling. And that's what I'm afraid of tomorrow is that the detective and the social workers are going to pin me in a corner or taking down statements that I've said 
a week or a week and a half ago that I don't even remember anymore because it's been so long. And with all the stuff that I've been going through, you know, I don't remember what I did yesterday, you know, with all the stuff that I got to do with work, maintaining, you know, the bills and all that stuff. It's hard for, for a guy or anyone to remember what they did last week, word for word for word for word, you know, if they don't have it all written down right in front of them like detectives do. Like, oh, well, they said right after she took a shower, you did this. Okay, then she did that, you know, but I'm not going to remember everything word for word. And that's what's frustrating is because if I if I make like like how we said in here, you know, posture, it matters, you know, your body language, you know. So if if I get mad and I I tilt my head one way or I roll my eyes or I do a like that, they're going to look at me. Okay, he's just nothing but a little punk guy, you know, stereotypical person, you know, And, and I'm not like that. Like I told my lady and I and I've told everyone else, the worst thing I've ever done is gotten a speeding ticket. You know, that's it. You know, going in high school, never been sent to a principal's office, middle school, never, you know, elementary school, never. This is my first time, you know. And when I had my daughter, like I was telling these gentlemen before at lunch, you know, I was this kind of person that didn't care, wasn't affectionate, emotional, nothing. But the second I held my daughter that all went out the window. I mean, my the tears started coming down. I was emotional. I could see movies about, like, little girls, you know, like family, you know, and, and a little girl falls or gets hurt. You know, that hits me in the heart because I'm a dad now. I know how that feels, mm-hmm. you know, okay. and, and it sucks because everyone paints this pretty picture that mothers do everything. And, and I'm not trying to knock girls. I'm not, you know, because girls... They, they, they're good, but, you know, men, we do a lot, too. We do a lot. We don't get credit for that. That's what's frustrating, man. And you were sharing that the day that they came, the very next day, was one of your daughter's birthday, and then coming up. Share that, man. How, how, did, how did that hit you? Did you even know that that was going to happen? No. I mean, the next day, because my oldest daughter, her birthday is on the 8th, and... They told me I couldn't have no type of contact with her at all because they they believed that I abused her. And I was like, I stay quiet. I didn't want to say anything. I didn't want to get mad because I didn't want to dig myself deeper in the hole. You know, and then finally when we had this first meeting, because they left me out of the loop for everything. They weren't telling me nothing, man. When we were going to have meetings, everything, they were relaying it to my lady. No emails, no messages were getting sent to me. And I was just like... Okay, and then my lady, they would tell my lady, but then she would leave certain things out, and I would ask questions. She would be like, "Oh, I don't remember," and I'm like, "You need to remember this stuff. This is important, you know." And they were like, "Oh, well, we figured that so and so would relay you the message." I was just like, "No, you know." And then yesterday we had our first meeting, and they kept changing the time, changing the time, changing the time. So finally, I had to miss a day of work, you know. And then I asked them, my youngest daughter, who I've never been away from. Her birthday is the 29th. Will I be able to see her? Can I hold her, you know, give her, you know, hug her, tell her I love her, you know? They're telling me they don't know. I mean, do you not know? I understand there's a lot of guys out here that they abandon their family. I understand that. But you know what? You do got guys in here who love their kids, who want to be a part of their family. And the, the very few guys that actually want to be a part of their family, now you try to tear them apart, away from their kids. I understand sometimes now why guys don't want to get close to their siblings because of stuff like this. I understand that, 
You know, if I wasn't close to my daughters, I wouldn't care. I wouldn't be here. I wasn't asked to come do this. I did this on my own. I want them to see that I'm willing to do stuff, you know, that's going to help me as a person, as a father. Because I don't know the rules as a father. And like I was telling these gentlemen earlier, what pissed me off is that my lady had a baby, um, her, our oldest, you know, five years before we had ours, okay? And she, we had a, a, a daughter, Leah, and um, after that, they gave her packets, pamphlets, um Meetings, numbers, you name it, email addresses, whatever. They offered her everything. How to burp, how to change a diaper, how to deal with this, how to deal with that, how to bathe her, you know, shots and this and that. And the father completely ignored me. Not one damn paper. They didn't even ask me, do you know how to change a diaper? Did they show me? No, they don't show us that kind of crap. You, you said one of your friends, when she stepped in, her way of showing you how to change a change a diaper. How did she do that? She didn't. She didn't really show me. She did it for me. You know, and that's the thing too. People will be like, oh, you know, they don't want to show us. They just go move. I'll do it. You know, that that's not going to help us because when you're not there, you know, and it's just us two together. It's just like, okay, how did how does she do? Where do the sticky strips go? Do they go on the back side, the front side? Which, what size is the front side of the diaper? What size is the back side? Do, when do I use the powder? When do I use the cream? When do I what wipes do I use? I mean, because with my daughter, you know, she had, to, and I didn't know this. You know, there was one time where I just grabbed some regular wipes and started wiping her, and I didn't know that she had to use a special type of wipey. You know, because she has very delicate skin. I didn't know that. I didn't know that after every time. Um, we had to change her. She had to use some type of uh, special cream because she gets on um, diaper rash. And I'm like, okay, but moms automatically assume this. Okay, well, you should know this. Well, how do we know this if you don't want to tell us this? We're not. We're providers. That's what. That's and, and what's irritating. Like I was telling these guys, is that girls they they paint this pretty picture that oh. Guys, they go work eight hours or whatever, come home, sit on their butts, don't do a damn thing. Oh, women, their job never ends. You know, that's some bull crap, man, because then when push comes to shove, oh, I need you to help me with laundry. I need you to help me with the dishes. Oh, can you cook for us tonight? Can you go pick up so-and-so? Can you make sure she takes a bath? Can you give her her medicine? Oh, but God forbid, they tell one of, we tell one of them, hey, take out the trash. Oh, that's a man's job. Or, hey... The the car needs an oil change. We'll go take it. Oh, that's a man's job. Mm-hmm. But how come it's never uh, that's a woman's job? No, 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 that's called helping. I need help. But who the heck helps us? Yeah. Earl, you you giggled a little bit when Richard mentioned about the man's job, the woman's job. What, what made you feel like? Because you've been through some stuff too, man. Yeah, Let's he, he was, hear a little bit. He, he was t- he was telling the truth though. He was putting it down like it is though. You know, he was. It, it could be equal. It could go. It could be equal, not just one. No, not just one. And yeah, that's just one way of the world though. Being fair, being fair and equal. And for you, or your situation, because you got a kind of a out of state, in state situation, share with us a little bit about what happened with your baby girl, because you ended up getting full custody of your girl. You still working on it? Still the joint, joint custody? Tell us a little bit. Uh, it, it just, it just about money. It just costs money to try to get get things together, though, and uh, and going to the courts and everything. They'll work with you s- as much as they can, though. But then you have 
Yeah, being a single parent ain't an easy job at all. And the first begin first step though, and uh, and uh, if one is incarcerated and one is free though, it's it's kind of you'd be looking funny trying to get cu- get custody of a child when a mother is not present. But uh, it it can work for you in that favor though if you uh, go through the right way. But it's mostly all about money than getting uh, some free help though in uh, certain uh, court situations. You're listening to the Father Matters Show with Vance Sims, and today we're just getting real, getting raw, with a couple of men from who attended a Father Matters workshop. We, we're talking about the heart of a father. Um, if you're just tuning in to the Father Matters Show, you can catch the top of the show at fathermatters.org. Also, catch the Father Matters Show nationally every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time by logging on to blogtalkradio.com or catch our archive shows anytime worldwide at soundcloud.com. And again, fellas out there, I want to remind you about our Fathers Mentoring Fathers Workshop coming up June 15th. Register for that. Register for that. Register for that. It's free. Log on to Father Matters. Dot org. We're listening to the heart of fathers and what some of us are going through, you know, and um, they was really open to share some of the stuff that they're going through. And then um, Anthony going to share a little bit about his little situation and uh, because men are going through this stuff as well. People are going through this. So if you know someone that's going through any of these issues, forward this show out to them or to some friends. Anthony, how you doing, man? I'm doing all right, man. How about yourself? <laughs> um, my situation is, I just found out I had a one-year-old when I just had I just had a baby girl. Um, she's three months right now. Um, having a little bit of problems with uh, with with her mother, which is uh, me and her are currently dating. But right now we're just having a lot of problems and stuff like that. Like you know, just jealous jealousy issues and stuff like that. And like. And like when I found out about my my son, she was all happy and everything about it. But at the same time, she's kind of hiding it, like her anger and everything, trying to say like, "Oh, well, it's cool, bring him over, blah blah blah," and stuff like that. And when I do spend go spend time with them, she's like, "Oh, but what about your daughter Sophia?" And like you know, like I like to bring them all together sometimes, you know. But then at the same time, even when I'm even when I'm like with Sophia, like and I'm holding her, trying to give her a bottle. And um, she gets mad because she she's she I'm not spending time with her and stuff like that. And like, I just I just don't know what to do with her. Like, it's just like sometimes I get really mad and get angry, stuff like that. Like when when the first time when she was born, when, when Sophia was born, she was being like, I guess she was mad about something I did. Like I did like a while back and uh, she didn't let me see the birth of my kid. And so. For the longest time, it hurted me so bad. I wanted to go out and just go for blood. Like I, like I talked to all my friends about it. Like, man, yeah, I'm, I'm about to have a kid. I can't wait to like hold the baby for the first time. Like, like you know, see when she comes out. You know, like all that stuff. I want to experience that. Cause I heard from my from my friends like how it was. You know, like their experience and stuff. And I never got to experience that. So when I didn't experience that, I was just out. Like I just I was about to do something stupid though. Like and then my mom, you know, she helped me out. She was luckily she was there to tell me not to do something stupid. And plus my brother too. And um, it just it all comes down to like I don't know like what kind of rights I have. Like because she didn't let me she didn't let me sign the birth certificate. So like it like she looks just like me. She does all the stuff, same features, everything. Like and then she like usually I, I like sneeze a lot and stuff, and then she sneezes a lot too. I sneeze about like five or four times. She will sneeze about five or four times too. Like I don't know anybody else that does that like besides me. And uh, 
It's like stuff like that, you know. And then she's not. I don't know, like if it's about like I don't know what it is, like because she has two kids of her, like two kids of her own, and her last, uh, her well, I don't, I don't like to say baby daddy, but like her basic baby daddy, like you know, wasn't that good to her. So I guess she like tries to place all the blame that he did to to me, like you know. So I'm I'm paying for somebody else's mistakes, you know. So like I can see why like guys don't get that much like credit sometimes because guys like that messes up for us that people that want to be in their kids' life, you know. Like it it just sucks. Like it sucks going through that. I'm not I, I can't pit in everything that I've been through a lot. Like in words, I'm not good at talking. Like and pin it out like that. You're, you're doing that's great, the, bro. That's the, that's the thing. I have nobody to talk to. And like cause I don't I don't know how to come about it. You know, like I'm not good at like like showing my feelings and stuff like that. And like I don't know, man. Like when, when I when I did see her with holding her for the first time, like how you said, man. Like everything changes. It was like it was I cried like a baby, man. Like. It was, it was it was a cool experience, and then my son, he he just turned one. I guess she was just scared. She wants me to be in his life, like you know, it's already been a year. He's like, hey, you have a son. I want you to be in his life. It was just like that. I'm like, I was mad at the same time. I was happy because I always wanted a son, but at the same time, like, I missed out on everything. Is this kid gonna hate me when he gets older and when he finds out that I wasn't there for his first year? You know, like. It's just it's just scary, you know. Like it's just like a lot of stuff like that. I love being a dad. That's that's the thing that like excites me the most but like just the the part with dealing with like you know your significant other you know like or whatever you say like your spouse and uh it's just dealing with that is just like the hardest part for me right now it's just dealing with her and like i don't know man it's just if it, if it, if we could all just agree on something you know like i'd be cool instead of going to the courts and spending all that money where it could be money for the baby you know like diapers and stuff like that like or like divers are expensive and stuff like that and courts if you take to the courts that's expensive too you know like that's that's what's scaring me right now you know like i can't work like she gets jealous because if i'm if i'm at work for two like if i if i if i stay late cause usually when i was doing electrical we'll stay late you know like we're trying to figure out like troubleshoot something we're sitting there like damn what's this you know and then she calls she's like well i thought you're supposed to be home at this time and then i'm i'm kicked out in the street because i'm living with her you know yeah. and so it's just it's just a messed up situation for me right now like I don't know if anybody else is going through it, but, like, a lot of stuff that I thought I was the only one going through it and hearing everybody else, like, it's like I'm not the only one. It makes me feel better to hear everybody else's story, you know? Like, it's pretty cool. This is why I wanted you guys to hang out after the workshop, get more intimate, and because you realize when you come to a workshop, you hear stuff that's like, you're going through the same thing. Or like, man, that happened to you because we as men, we don't share. We don't unzip our hearts and get raw and get real. And what did I say in the workshop? The average man has less than three friends in a lifetime. And, and we was thinking early during the workshop, well, man, I, I got about 15, 20 guys. And then when we broke it down, you realize, man, if you was really going through something, three or less men in your life will be there for you. And we don't get raw. We don't get real. We bottle all this stuff up. We don't. We were taught, though. Say that again. That's what we were taught as men by either the men in our life or our friends, you know, because we either surround ourselves with macho men or depending on what race you are, whether it be African-American, Mexican-American, you know, white, you know, they always taught, you know, men don't cry. Even as a little boy, you know, you fall, you, you could fall, you could scrape yourself, uh, get yourself back up. Don't cry. You're a man. Are you a little girl? You, you always tease about that. But you know what? If you if you get cut, do you not bleed, man? I mean, we all bleed the same blood. It don't matter. We hurt. But we just don't show each other our emotions because people will be like, oh, man, he's gay. Oh, he, oh, he a wuss. He ain't a man. He don't deserve to be with that girl. 
and you, you're supposed to be the rock, you know? I mean, that, that that's what that killed me, too, is just like when I was speaking to my dad, he's been the only one that I've been able to come to with this, though. But when he told me, he goes, when you go talk to these detectives, these social workers and whatnot, don't get emotional, you know? I was just like, because you're, you're supposed to be a man, you know, you don't show that side because they're going to see weakness. And I was just like, how's that showing weakness? That's showing how I feel. That's yeah. my passion, you know? And that's what I hate about about our society as men, telling each other, you know what? You're not supposed to have feelings. You're not. We're going to wrap it up in a little bit, but we're going to share with Matt a little bit. Thank you, Matt, for staying after and, and, and chopping up a little bit, man. Tell us a little bit about what you're going through. Well, I have a four-year-old. <clears throat> excuse me, I have a four-year-old daughter. Um, she's going to be coming to live with me within the month. But I've, for about a year and a year and one month now, I've been going through CPS problems. Um, she was taken because her mother and her mother's current boyfriend were domestic violence, and so they all the kids got taken from the home. So, um, but for the first year and three months of my daughter's life, I didn't even know she existed. So I missed all, like he, he was saying, I missed everything growing up. I didn't get to walk, see her walk her first, say her first words, none of that stuff. So, like, that's kind of hard. And then once I was able to be involved in her life, it was always a hassle seeing her because the new dad or the new boyfriend or whatever would make it a problem because he didn't want me coming around and stuff. So it was always a fight that she was going through to the point to where they up and moved and I didn't hear from her for about four or five months. So during that four or five months, that's when the abuse really got bad and then they took the kids out of the home because I guess the police were called or whatever. So my daughter's been through a lot and for... The first, um, like, three months after they were taken, like, my daughter, any loud man, male's voice, she gets jumpy. Um, she, like, wouldn't talk to me or nothing. Now she's all over me, and we have fun at my visits and stuff. But for the first um, couple of months, though, she was just real jumpy. And then it took about three or four months of continuous visits, and then my mom would pick her up on the weekends, and then I'd go over there and see her until she was actually able to come around and talk to me and play with me and stuff. But for a while, she would just, like, my mom would say, ask your dad for this, and then she would just look at me. Like, didn't even want to talk to me. So it was a hard thing to see because all the abuse that she watched her mother go through, now she, like, um, she sees that and, or she's seen that, and now it's like, okay, that's what men do to her. So that's already messing with her. She's four years old, so she's old enough to understand things that are going on. So the things that she's seen, she's going to equate that to what men are supposed to do to, to women. So now that I'm going to have her, I'm going to have the opportunity to try to break that barrier down between now and the time she's dating and 18 years old. But it's still a hard thing to deal with, though, knowing that your daughter's seen those type of things to where she's mentally in shock of all men. Like, she hears my brother's voice loud talking on the phone or something, and then she gets jumpy and stuff. So she's kind of coming out of that now because it's been about a year. But it's still just, it's a hard thing to know that she went through that, though. Thank you for sharing that. And what's awesome is you're going to have full custody coming up, right? Yep, full custody. My man, and then you're going to be able to unwind a lot of that nonsense. And I, w- I want to thank you guys for opening up, you know, w- 
we ain't done, but we got to quit. We out of time. I'm going to shoot this back to Jeremy, back to the studio. And I want to thank you for tuning in to the Father Matters show. Send us your questions or comments to info at fathermatters.org. Don't forget, men, come join us June 15th for our Father Matters Father's Mentoring Father's Workshop. Log on to fathermatters.com. I'm sorry, fathermatters.org for more information. Thank you to my engineer, Jeremy Siegel. See you next week at the same time, same place. Have a safe week. Thank you and God bless. Hey, Father Matters Show family, will you show us some love? We want the Father Matters Show to be your community and family resource program by providing you right now answers for right now issues. Become a Father Matters Show champion by liking Father Matters on Facebook. If you miss us Saturday night, log on to blogtalkradio.com, soundcloud.com, or fathermatters.org and share the Father Matters Show with your friends and family. Thank you.